You know what I mean? That's yeah. crazy. That, I think that How is the dream to have a fight with merch. Oh. Right? Yes, yeah, that's true. To get yeah, to I wish level. all of my life's battles had merch attached to them. <laughs> That, that actually, would be fun. That would be so if, funny. If, like, breakups had merch. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that would be so. Next time I go through a breakup, I'm yeah. definitely going to be posting online. Like, uh, hey, buy this sweatshirt, yeah. Team Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, get the Team Vanessa merch. Yeah. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Gra- what do boys eat? <laughs> Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? Hey, Con. Hi. Um, how was your day? Um, okay, well, no, today was lovely. I had a lovely day. It's beautiful outside. It is beautiful outside again. It is. Um, I feel like this week, I, my anxiety, like, hit a high, mm-hmm. and to the point where, so I had therapy yesterday, Yeah. and I got a new therapist, but my complaint about therapy is that I feel like it's never there when you need it to be there. It's like, I'm not anxious at, like, Wednesday at 4 p.m. True. But I was anxious yesterday whenever time I had therapy. So I feel like she saw it like in action. Yeah. But she, I, I don't, I don't know what yours is like. But I wrote, here's what she said to me. I don't like her. I think that she's. It's the second session. I think she's bad. <laughs> it was like career stuff. Where I was like, I'm stressed out because my friend is coming into town and like I have to work and like I like don't want to just like not work because my friend is coming in for three days. And she was like, Well, what would happen if you didn't work for three days? I was like, You're asking the wrong question. You're supposed <laughs> to say fuck your friend. And like I needed her to <laughs> let me disconnect from the need to please my friend instead of being like, Don't work for three days. Yeah. So she gotta go. But it is sliding scale. She's got to go, though. It's sliding scale. That's I feel like once you're on sliding scale, you're like, we we will get what we can get. Yeah. Because it's sliding scale. Yeah. When you don't have money, you just it, you just have to do what you got to do. People who pay full price for therapy, that is a boys club. That is a boys the club. The luxury of picking someone who is good at their jobs. Yeah. Is a boys club. <laughs> um, speaking of, did you see any boys clubs this week? Wait, yeah. Wait, did you? You do yours first because I have six. Okay. And this is something I've been upset with for a while, so you're going to see it coming. People who ride electric bikes and scooters on the sidewalk. I completely agree. They're going to take us out. If that, I don't ever really feel like I'm going to get hit by a car or a bus, the subway, any of that. But no. I will. a Grubhub driver is going to take me out one of these days. Completely. And I don't understand why. I feel like I'm the only person who's upset about this. Everybody else just... like. I only, I get so riled up about it on a daily basis, and I don't think anybody's matching my anger about it, and I don't know if I'm, like, in the wrong for some reason. No, you're right. You know what I mean? I was almost taken out by an NYU student yesterday, and it was like, because I didn't go to NYU, my life doesn't matter. Like, I yeah. really did. <laughs> yeah. He was going full force, and then I, of course, like, when I, I just stopped and made the most dramatic face in the middle of the street, like, yeah. right. and kept walking. I got a little Karen in me. Cause like, I, I got a little, <laughs> little bit. I get really. I'll I'll give them the dirtiest look if they almost hit me on bus. Oh. I'm so pissed. But and your eyes can kill. Yeah. Because I I ride my bike around and I would never be on the sidewalk. I'll always be in the bike lane. So it's like no. there's there's a lane for you guys. Completely. And I feel you can really go in either. You could go with the cars or the bike lane, and you choose the sidewalk. Um. And my feeling. Uh, do you run? Have you ever run in Central Park? Yes. Okay. So Central Park to me is a very stressful place to run. Because they're like, I feel like you're running with bikers. And yeah. It's like if you can kill me. Like, if I run into you, you won't die. If also, you run into me, I will die. They have the whole, like, street there. Cars don't drive down it's that. Not unless equal. it's, like, a city park's car. It's so, like, get it. All. Ugh. People at don't all. know how to fucking no. move throughout the world. And I don't know how to <laughs> ride a bike. So, that's mm. that. 
Understood. Which actually relates to one of mine. Wait, okay. one of mine Go has ahead. to do the bike. Wait, they're all really fast. Okay, the front row at SoulCycle. <laughs> Have you been to SoulCycle? No, I've been to a Peloton class cycle. once. Okay, our guest is been to SoulCycle. I'm gonna ask you about SoulCycle. Okay. Wait. Okay. I've been to Peloton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I that might be the same. Um, but that's in like the it was like in a in a U shape. It wasn't like rows. Oh, totally different because okay. there's rows and the row is the hierarchy. And if you're in the front row, then you're for sure a heterosexual woman or a gay man, and yep. you are good at the class. Yeah. And I feel like there should be an it gets better ad for like young gay people. That's like one day you will arrive in the front row of a soul cycle class <laughs> and you will be on the beat to an Alesso remix. And true. That that's your. Future. Are you front row? Oh, I'm front row. So you're in that voice club. But I really ride with spirit, and I worry that sometimes <laughs> these girls are just like riding with like full force, full muscle, and they're like really good at it. Whereas like I'm good at it, but like I use my whole body. Like I'm okay. into it. Like I have. It's rib- like a dance for you. It's a dance for me. Okay. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, and also. I think I breathe on the person next to me too much, and that's bad. I'm worried that they're going to complain. Wow. It's bad. And then my other one is, okay, this one I feel really strongly about. People who say things like girls trip or girls night or girls weekend or use girlfriend <laughs> to describe any female that they're not, any female identifying person that they're not fornicating. Okay. That is a boys club. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I don't like when people say my girlfriend and then I'm like, oh, they're gay and then they're not. I'm like, come no, on. No, they're just from they're just from Long Island. Yeah, you know, and they're boring. They're just fifty year older. That's yeah. that's <laughs> bad. Like that, absolutely not. Yeah. Like that actually is heteronormative. Mm-hmm. That it's like you would, of course, you have like you're like, of course, we have a platonic relationship. That's the kind of relationship vaginas have together. Yeah. And if like, and if we're no. gonna do that, I want men to start saying my boyfriend. I think oh. that would be fun. <laughs> I think that we will that toxic masculinity men will not. Yeah, they men. wouldn't. I mean, no homo. It, you literally smile at a man. No and homo, you have to my say boyfriend. No homo. Yeah, smile. I did not want to have sex with you. <laughs> Bad. Totally. Okay, um, this one's kind of sad, and I'm sorry if anyone's triggered by this. Everyone that got laid off at Peloton, that's a boys club. <laughs> Hear me out. Sorry to any of the boys listening sorry, who got, got laid off at Peloton. Peloton. Have you been on LinkedIn? No. <laughs> People get laid off and then they're like, they think they can go on LinkedIn and write some sort of motivational speech about their time at Peloton. And it's like, we get it. You all work together and have fun. Like, okay. Like, wait, that's a funny, I didn't know that people did that went on and like, yes. And, and said, it, I got fired, but it's going to be okay. They all do. And they all go viral with it. Like we're all trying to go viral on Twitter and they're going viral on LinkedIn. Talking okay. About I think Peloton. corporate America uses LinkedIn in a way that I will never understand. Oh, well, I love news headlines on LinkedIn. I think that some of the funniest news headlines come from that little sidebar on LinkedIn. I've, I think I've spent mm, under under three hours total of my life on that site. I think that you need to rebuild your LinkedIn no. and revamp it. No. Okay. Right now it says soccer coach, comedian. Mine says That's it. <laughs> fitness instructor or something like that. Yeah. I probably should change that. Because I'm like, I don't think people in our industry... Well, maybe our guests can speak to this because maybe you know things we don't. Do you have but... a LinkedIn? Do you use it? Does it have your influencer marketing job? <laughs> your past? So, like, I, I just feel like I don't think we're going to get jobs in this industry from our LinkedIn's. So why am I... I think that's... Why do I need to keep it up to date? I think it is true. It's also nice to know Instagram sometimes you see LinkedIn. who looked at you. <laughs> if Instagram had the same capabilities as LinkedIn to be like, who viewed your profile... It would, I'm going to say Instagram would take off, but I feel like it has taken off. It would take <laughs> off again. It would take off again. Yeah. It would. That could be dangerous though. Yeah. I would not stalk people totally. ever then. I would pay money too. Like I used to have that app, but it was free, but it would tell you who unfollowed you and oh. it made me too sad. Yeah. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> it's like, I can't do this. Yeah. I got rid of it. Boys. <laughs> boys. Um, our guest is really lovely. Really exciting. Um, she is a writer at SNL, Saturday Night Live, and she is... Um, 
hilarious stand-up comedian and a kind human and uh, we got it going for Vanessa Jackson. Yay! Yay. Thank you. I didn't know if I could talk. To backtrack a little bit, Mm -hmm. I did have a thought on the LinkedIn thing. Oh, yes. Because I did use LinkedIn aggressively before I got like TV writing jobs Mm -hmm. and then I just stopped Mm. but there are still people who like connect with me on LinkedIn and I still connect with them. (laughs) Wait, what do they say to you? Do they try to sell you things? They, well, people just like who I know from like high school or college or whatever but I haven't updated it in like forever. There was one time a guy tried to be my, or asked to be my manager. He connected to me through LinkedIn. He like messaged me to be my manager but then I went on his Twitter and his Twitter was just like him he had like 13 followers and it was him tweeting out like, hey, does anybody know any like industry people or like, oh <laughs> it's like oh. I could do that. Wait, I'm <laughs> disrespectful. So <laughs> but he, his LinkedIn was on and popping, but his Twitter was like, this yeah, is the real him. It is it better is. to have, and I say this as someone with a bad Twitter who mm-hmm. every day says to myself, this is the day we're going to do Twitter. It's better <laughs> to have no Twitter than a bad Twitter. I would kind of agree with that. 100%. Yeah. Like, or even like, I don't think a bad Twitter is necessarily like no followers, but like if it's just like rough or like you look crazy on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can look real crazy real easy on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. There's and nothing like, like an unhinged sentence with no likes on it. To yes. Really exactly. You, you yeah. mean like fuck Resley from 2017? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like if you, uh-huh, if you have like a low follower count, cool. But if it's like things like that where you're like, what happened to you? Yeah. What's going on? Just yeah. unhinged thoughts. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and on LinkedIn you can't have unhinged thoughts. All no. the thoughts on LinkedIn are relatively hinged. For sure, one hundred percent. People at their on their it's best business. Behavior. It's yes. business cash. Yeah, on that yeah. Site. yeah, yeah. Business totally. cash. Yeah, that's it why is. when someone shows like even the smallest amount of vulnerability, uh-huh. like the Peloton people that got canned. It's like everyone's like gets so excited, and it's like, oh, you should see me on here. Like I should go on LinkedIn and be like, here's my whole heart, yes. oh, my whole freaking heart. That's fair. I I do think LinkedIn is worse than Facebook in the sense of when people post like intense rants because they're always very strange and very yeah. they're more personal to me than like Facebook because people at least are like, this is my private life. I'll keep it a little. On LinkedIn, they're like, so I did an interview with this hoe, and yeah. you're like. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Sassy. Yeah. Yeah, they go all off. And then it's, they really go viral on there. Yeah. Which is you crazy. I didn't even know you could. I didn't know you could see things from people that you didn't know or connect with. But what a weird life to be a LinkedIn influencer. <laughs> what a what a niche market that would be. To be like, I went viral on LinkedIn. Oh, uh, I would pay what money. A sad life. Yeah. I, I want to go into like a coffee shop one day and be like, are you... Are you from LinkedIn? <laughs> Hold on. When you're part of any, so I was laid off from RX Bar, the protein bars, like <laughs> in when I lived in Chicago. Oh, no, it was so good, thank God. And I was laid off, and it like wasn't. It was like a mass layoff in terms of like it was like whatever a number of people. Yeah. It was like not that many, and then but like Buzzfeed, they got laid off like three months later. They remember they had their mass layoff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they made it cool, and everyone uh-huh. was like excited. Like they were like a whole crew, a boys club, if you will. And then mm-hmm. they all went viral on LinkedIn, and it was like I didn't realize that we could use this. For power, <laughs> you're like I was not aware. Vulnerability is your yeah. strength. Oh, those were the good days. Remember LinkedIn the day... is for the proletariat. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <it's> so <laughs> true. There was a day and age where you could just post a "Why I Left Buzzfeed" video and become famous overnight. Yeah. <laughs> just so many of those yeah. on YouTube. 
crazy. Yeah, Chrissy Carlson Romano just did one. Oh, did she? Yeah. She's a boys club herself. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what she's doing online. I don't know who's advising her, but it's getting wild, Chrissy. She's doing it. I feel like for her, she's like, I just want money. And like, I don't give a fuck what you think. That's why I kind of like the hustle. She's kind of just like, I'm going to walk through the woods in my backyard and just tell stories (laughs) about the wildest days of my life. I had a call with her husband one time when I worked in influencer marketing. Oh, yeah. Which maybe we'll relate to this and any of the boys that work at influencer marketing. But I worked for a beef jerky company. Uh-huh. Dumb. And You've I, had more jobs than anyone. And I just gave up more times. You say than a new anyone. job every time. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm one of your best friends. And I, so I still times. don't think I know every and job like, you've worked. <laughs> I worked for, you know, the beef jerky that they sell at Trader Joe's by the checkout line? Uh-huh. I used to work for that in Chicago. <laughs> and we were not going to, we didn't have money. So we were not going to work with her. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this call. Of course. Like, you think I'm not going to go sit in a stairwell on speakerphone and talk to her husband? Yeah. Wait, is he her manager or something? Yes. <gasps> like, they really are. They're really That's penny. An interesting saving dynamic. pennies, which I respect. <laughs> and it was like so much money. And she was just going to like eat a meat stick and talk about her time on Even Stevens. On YouTube. Oh, and like, that was, That's incredible. this was like the beginning of when she was launching the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I I give it up for her. She's really found it. She found her one spot and she was like, yeah. All right, we're gonna just dig in here. She's done literally everything. Liter every anything she could possibly get clickbait from, she was like, Let's go. Wow. <laughs> she's like, Shia LaBeouf. She's like, I don't care. I'm using it all. <laughs> I feel like there's maybe she's like, really doing commentary. She should have she, yeah, she, she should. Doesn't she does she have a podcast? No. Uh, I don't think yet. I think that she's a YouTube video for her. It's just more okay. profitable. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah. It's working. It is working. <laughs> she is. She should have a, a master class in going viral. She should. Like honestly. how to write your headline to yeah. be shocking. Yeah. Well, any child star thing is like going to get clicks. Yeah. yeah. If you are a child star, gear up because you're about to be Instagram famous. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what's so sad about that is that's because like that was the era of child star where the people that watch them are now all sitting from working from home not living their dreams <laughs> we just have so much time and that's so sad that's so oh, that's so sad so true really sad okay our first question for you is Yay. what i'm going to say it right what is a boys club that you are not a part of or we're not a part of okay a boys club that i'm currently not a part of is this drake versus kanye thing oh. i want to be in it so bad but the thing is i don't know much about good rap <laughs> so i love drake because i love yeah. a man and his feelings okay yeah but nobody will let me actually have a valid opinion on it which they shouldn't they truly shouldn't but yeah. i want to be in it wait i'm definitely not in it. i don't even know about it what well here it is i'll lay it out simple for you some people think kanye is a better rapper and some people think drake is <laughs> and then and there's the beef and that's the beef wow <laughs> okay for what it's worth they have soul cycle classes all the time at 6am called wake and drake and I don't they don't have Kanye they don't oh. have wake up with Kanye okay a whole yeah. class of drake. Wake up with drake I feel like Kanye is in many ways culturally um, posed as a like as a an enemy to white women because of the Taylor Swift <laughs> thing so I can imagine the soul cycle girlies would probably vibe that, more with Drake that yeah. feels healthy I see what you're saying you know what that's I mean? so funny yeah I think he kind of attacked 
the the princess of all white women, which yeah. is Taylor Swift. Taylor so, is the queen of soul cycle. Yeah. Sure. I mean, 100%. they have. It's funny they say that because every Tuesday is Taylor Swift Tuesdays. Yeah. Wait, really? Exactly. At soul cycle? Which soul cycle? Like, all of that. It would be, I think, uh, turbulent to have a Taylor Swift Tuesday and then a Kanye Wednesday. And even today, it's Friday. <laughs> it would but be yeah, it would be West Wednesday? Oh. I'm going to DM soul cycle. Today. Get that LinkedIn up and running. Taylor Swift class that's like one album versus another album like she is like and I people just want to work out to Taylor Swift interesting that makes sense I think that's also Drake for what it's worth he is probably not the best the better musician like Kanye is like a genius when it comes to music Mm -hmm. Drake just has the hits you know what I mean they're just good hotline bling come on I feel like Drake is sex Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. That does make sex. sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's his point. It's like if you play any old Drake song, you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot how good this is. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously Kanye's also great. I, I also have no discernible taste when it comes to rap, I feel. Uh-huh. So I definitely should not, and no one would ask me to weigh in on, yeah. on the debate. <laughs> should not. Nobody's really looking to me for yeah. an opinion on, on any of this. But, Same. Um, but, yeah. I, like but I just see it, and I mm-hmm. want to be in it. Yeah. I want to know. It does feel really cool to have an opinion on rap. It does. Yes. And to like know anything. To have like an opinion, I think music in general, mm-hmm. like if you have a strong opinion on any type of music, yeah. you know what I mean? Like those people who go around and they're like, that's a voice club. The people who are like, mm-hmm. oh, when you're wearing a band shirt, they're like, what band is that? Yeah. I'm like, come yeah, on. Totally. Yeah. Drake versus Meek. Meek Mill was a was a big thing. Oh when yes, I was in like yes, college, yeah. Probably that one mm. I know even. Yeah. I think that was like a real beat. That one was fun because their songs were released over. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I love. Which I we love. all benefit when there are yes. beats because they will come out with some tracks. Guys, love I a diss track. Yeah. Famous people fighting with each other. Do you think famous so people call each other's agents and are like, "Do we have a fight today?" I like, yeah. see. That's what I always think is so Definitely. funny about those type of things and those type of beats. Is like you have to coordinate like even when Taylor Swift did that whole album that was like a getting back at Kanye like reputation and like mm-hmm. like you had to not only be upset but then be upset and channel into like a commodifiable like let's do merch <laughs> what kind of merch do you think would <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean like snake merch and like yeah it's so so like there's got to be a, a part of you that's like disconnected from the actual emotion yeah. of anger yeah there's a whole team putting together like a mood board of like yes. what this revenge is going to look like. Exactly. You know what and I mean? And what would revenge look like on a keychain? Yeah. Oh exactly. You know what I mean? That's yeah. crazy. That, I think that How is the dream to have a fight with merch. Oh. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's true. To get yeah. To I wish all of my life's battles had merch attached to them. <laughs> that that actually, would be fun. That would be so If funny. like breakups had merch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that would be so. Next time I go through a breakup, I'm yeah. definitely gonna be posting online. Like, uh, hey, buy this sweatshirt, yeah. Team Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, get the Team Vanessa merch. Yeah. My merch. If I break up with my boyfriend, I would have a hoodie, and it would just say, "I said career first. Yes. <laughs> was, and it would be like crystal clear. Wow, yeah. that's savage. First. Whoa. That's savage. I oh, just want you to make a first. shirt that says career first. You wouldn't Second believe how many times he said that to his boyfriend. Wait, really? Yeah, he has to know. Oh, wait, where'd you meet him? We went on a date there on Halloween. Aww. Someone, I told someone that they were like, what were you dressed as? And he's like, I don't do Halloween. I'm not dressed up for Halloween. I don't do chaotic holidays. Have you never dressed up for Halloween? Not in years. To me, I don't like the holidays that are just about like, 
Oh my gosh, same. Yeah. I say this so much, same. But I, it's just like I don't, yeah, I don't like the like the frenzy and the frenetic yes. of like people on the streets and like things are going. I just no, it stresses no. me out That's a little bit. Halloween, yeah. New Year's, Mardi Gras. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, These yeah. Are the chaos yes, the chaotic one. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Those are the bad any okay. any event like SantaCon, anything okay, where well, it's yeah. like SantaCon. Someone yeah. dead asked me. What about Pride? SantaCon recently. Oh, I hate Pride. What? I don't like Pride. I'm gay every day. It's Pride when I leave my house. <laughs> I, I know. Do but, not like Pride. But it's fun to be out in the streets drinking. No. Well, I'm so. Is that the problem? Maybe that's the problem. I was just thinking maybe it's because it's like those are all very alcohol centric holidays. I went to Pride. Here's the saddest thing ever. I went to Pride in 2014. And I lived in New York for one summer, and I went as an ally, and that's so chaotic. That's like, so Were you not out then? I don't know. We were in, we were out, we were up, we were down. I posted on Instagram, I said, look, Ma, I'm an activist. And it's like, you're also gay. You're also, this is for you, babe. You were, inter- you were, um. Working for Alan Cumming. Interning for Alan Cumming in New York yeah. City, and you went as an ally. Yeah, I think I might have been, like, gay to people around me, but, like, to my parents, I was definitely, like, no, like, I'm for sure. I wanted to keep my options open. Okay. I was That's like, what if awesome. I change my mind? Were you interned for Alan Cumming? Yeah. Like Floop from Spy Kids? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I did when I was 2014. His was it friend. amazing? It was so, it was the best summer ever. Oh, I love that. So lovely and uh, yeah. We're, tra- we're hoping one of these times he pops in for a boys club. That would be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He reposted our poster one time. Yeah. Really? Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah. He is like, I just like a very kind, happy human being. Yeah. He, he seems, seems like cool. it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, no, we're talking about holidays. Okay, Halloween. I really did enjoy walking around the city and seeing people dressed up in crazy little, like, costumes and stuff, though. It's like, oh, "Oh, a hot dog on the subway. That's silly. You know what I mean? Yes. I I agree with you. I like the idea of, like, seeing people in costumes, but I hate, like, Fourth of July. Anything where it's, like, there's a ton of people doing a... I don't know why. (laughs) It's just weird in my head. Yeah. Any holiday, here's how I describe it. Any holiday that a place like Chicago, Boston, or Philly goes hard for is probably bad. Yeah. And those are the places. Like anything Uh where a whole city like that will rally around it. Yeah. It's not good. And in New York, I feel like it actually is very rare. Mm -hmm. Pride may be the exception. Yeah. And like New Year's. Okay. Question for you. New Year's. How many of those people are from New York? Oh, I say this. We're three transplants, by the way. 20. I know. <laughs> we're real New Yorkers. 20 percent. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. And they're uh, like, yeah. yes. So it's like anything where I like, don't trust don't rally. I don't trust a single person who goes to that the Times Square. Absolutely. I yeah. When you I, are insane in a way that I'll never relate to. Agreed. Yeah, Some, yeah. Everyone keeps asking. I'm like that seems like my nightmare. Especially when I heard that people wear like diapers and stuff. I'm like Ew. I'm like no. You could not. You could not pay me money no. <laughs> to go stand in no. Times Square and watch I the ball. I even go to a mall. Yeah. So it's like what oh, are you? Yeah. Just to watch that stupid ball drop. And COVID was supposed to get rid of that. Was, it did for 2021, contact. and then yeah. 2022, everyone was like, let's pretend this never happened. And then Omicron was spiking, and they were like, eh, we're going to take out, like, yeah. three people. And yeah. And that's yeah. it. They're like, no, we're standing apart. Yeah, we're going to be fine. Yeah. And it's just yeah. a bunch of people watching white gay icons, Anderson Cooper. And yeah. Wait, that was funny. And that was, Andy so Cohen. what did he say about, oh, that was my peak when he, Andy Cohen said, and then behind us you can see Ryan Seacrest and his gang of losers. <laughs> <laughs> I said that 
was incredible. Oh my god. I never want him to leave. Those videos were so like I just oh. woke up to a bunch of clips online. You know who had a really funny tweet was um you know Maggie Olmsted? Yeah. Maggie's a uh, I don't know if you know her or not. I think I'm familiar with her. Yeah, she's a she's an improv I think mostly and then does stand up as well. Yeah. Really funny on Twitter. Um and she had a tweet that was like it was like a, the picture of them and it was like this is what it means to uh, to create space for someone or to hold space for someone. <laughs> it was Anderson Cooper and what's his face? That's incredible. I was like, that was so funny. Uh, <laughs> and then he went off on Bill de Blasio, which is like, good for you. Yeah. Good he's good like, he's out of here. Fuck yeah, yeah. Sorry, he really got drunk. Sometimes I think they're pretending they're a little extra. I was like, nah, he really no, went he for it. No, he clearly was. He yeah. went for it. Okay. Our second question is, what's a boys club we did not a part of? Yeah. Okay. What's a boys club you were a part of? Oh, a boys club that I was a part of. This is a very quick question, and now my brain. Okay, I felt like in the mid to later 2010s, mm-hmm. there was this whole thing of like Forever 21, H&M were on top of the fashion game. Mm-hmm. They were, and now it's Zara, which is another boys club I'm not a part of. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to go back to the heyday of like, because I'm still an H&M girl. This is a hill that I will die on. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like, what? No, speak to it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Forever 21 was it. And now it's just like dying. And I really want more of us to be a part of this boys club. Is it yeah. dying? It's, Forever 21's out, isn't it? Didn't they go Allegedly, bankrupt? they did say that they're still like kind of around. Yeah. You know what it is? I bet they got so much shit that they've already made. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. years before they're out. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Well, I think they did that thing that sometimes the companies where they're like, we're going bankrupt. And then, but really, they just wanted people to shop and buy a ton of clothes. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. fun fact, that's crazy. We're oh, not we actually bankrupt. fixed it. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> I've seen a few around. I'm like, what did you guys do? Yeah. What? <laughs> Hold okay. on. I rode hard for Top Shop. Do you know Top Yes. Shop? That was also in that little chunk. It was a that very was like specific that river chunk, but British. Uh huh. <laughs> but Bacardi <laughs> Levine. Yeah. And maybe Carly Gloss. Maybe not Carly Gloss. Definitely yes. Cardi Levine. Like for sure. For sure. Ad. Yes. Yeah. That was a cool tour. We just need more places where you can buy a two dollar on sale yes. t-shirt that's and like you're gonna wear somewhere and like a mardi gras and just get gross and throw it away 100 yeah. i think that's really what it was and yeah. h&m do you ever buy shoes from h&m where like your mm-hmm. foot pops out of it two days later <laughs> like for sure that but if you last months. minute need any sort of like a white shoe or something like that, yes like a white sneaker they, <laughs> yes. they got you covered 12 dollars space boom yeah got you yeah, yeah. 100 percent. they have net, like decent like like cheaper and um like business stuff too like if you needed to like if yes. you had an interview or some shit exactly. for all our, our LinkedIn boys out there. Yeah. Um, if you needed like a last minute like jacket or something like yes. that. Like, 100%. For like $49. Yeah, for yeah. something cheap, which is great. I think that's really what I'm saying is I'm part of the boys club of cheap clothing. And I really wish that we would all stop with the high end stuff. Yeah. Or maybe I it's just New York. I agree with you. And yeah. I just got into a conversation with someone who was like something bad about fast fashion, which I think is classist to say that fast, fast fashion, fashion is bad. Yeah. I think that that implication of that and I've thought about this. Have I researched it? No. But I've thought about <laughs> it. Fast fashion allows all people to be stylish. So to be like, no, you have to have mm-hmm. slow fashion, that yes. costs more. Yeah. Those people. Well, 100%. I, think, I think what we need to do is just all commit to being like, yeah, we have 10 to 20 outfits. I thought, and that's it. Yeah, thank I you. thought you okay, were going to say you. 10 to 20 years and just do your best. <laughs> so, you 10 to 20 years left. Well, that too. But I literally thought no, we have 10, 10 to 20, years. We have 10 to 20 outfits. Capsule wardrobe. That's it. Well. You've so got, you know, every, maybe every couple of years you switch it up a little bit. It's fun to get new shirts and stuff. But like generally, it's like we don't all need that. Be yes. like a cartoon character. Wear your shit that you have. 100%. You know? Thank you very much. Yes. yes. I think I'm tired of fashion in general. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. I'm es- on the train. Especially with um, 
with like shows and stuff like that, I'm always like, fuck, I already have like recently wore this, so I'm gonna I can't post pictures again and need this stupid yes. jacket or whatever. And it's like, yeah. sorry, I only have three jackets because I don't have any money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was trying to recently like cut clips of my stand up for um for like Instagram and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was noticing I was like, oh, there's these three clips that were three different nights, same shirt, yeah, <laughs> same one, same exact one, yeah, great. Changed up the hair so then people were like, was it the same night? It was not. Yeah. <laughs> but just... then it's like, yeah, we should just all commit. Everybody, there's no, like, we didn't just remove the curtain. We all know. Yes. You know? Right. We all know that we all have the same shirts. Yeah. Why it's... does it have to be like you have to act like you've got a million shirts? Right. Thank you. See, that's where I'm at. Why oh. do we have to pretend? We should stop pretending. Yeah. Do you know Rent the Runway? Yes. Yes. I, have you used it? They don't have a men's option. Oh, they had that's a boss boys who was club. really yeah, who was really cool. That she was is. really pretty. She had eyelash extensions and yeah. she used it. I knew somebody who used it too. Yeah, yeah somebody I worked were, with. She always looked be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have perfect. a couple of friends who use it because they give you just word and then you return it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I might try that. I'm afraid that I just get things dirty so often. But yeah, I don't know how that works. I also don't, you're allowed to pick it out, right? Yeah. You don't just get like a random. You go box. to the little yeah. warehouse or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We think you like this. That would like, be oh, so God. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. I would die. That would be hilarious. This is you. This yeah. is so you. Wait, it's like your mom it. dressing you, but it's rent the runway. Yeah. But it's some random woman. I can't dress myself, so. Yeah. It's a 23-year-old. Just take what comes in the box. I don't yeah, know. I don't care. Just it's like HelloFresh. But for clothes. I tried HelloFresh recently. Mm-hmm. Wait, that is what? another boys club. Did they hit you with an offer? No, well, yes, and it was the new year, and I was like, let's try to be healthy. <laughs> the new year it was the new year. New year, yeah, I was like, let's try to be healthy. Here's the, my issue with HelloFresh that I did not know. I know what you're gonna say. Is what? Can I guess? Yes, that go you ahead. Have to cook it. That you have yeah! to cook it. Am I the only idiot? No, <laughs> you're not. What's uh, okay. the point? If I wanted to cook, I would go to the store. Thank you. I'm trying to write a bit about this right now. How like I just am gonna change to lean cuisine because they make it for you. Yeah, but, I did Blue Apron. I ate the ingredients. I did not cook it. I literally just ate the fennel. Yes. And that was it. I was so I was annoyed because I was like I I was like who is this for because is it just I guess it's for like if you just want to pretend that you know how to cook but you still have the time to I thought it was like made pop it in the oven or whatever I was like like a quick fix yeah I opened I said you want me to dice potatoes no no I was so mad yeah that is fucking tea it definitely does have like a time save element to it that yeah. you or the perception is it has a time save element and yes. it does not. No, it does not. It saves you zero time. If anything, maybe it takes you longer because so you're spending so much time being like, what? Yes, yeah. Well, because you have to allot ten minutes of being pure annoyed that you have <laughs> yeah. to cook this. And there are part like certain ingredients in there. It's like, do you need a green on this pasta? You yes. do not. You no. really don't. And no. it's like if you were shopping for yourself, you would not spend the money on the green. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. It's like no. And no, no. to me, it feels like a. Like a when you're assembling a piece of furniture, where at some point I'm gonna be like, do I have everything I need? You know what I yes. mean? Like I'll be like, there's some screws exactly. missing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. so annoyed. That was my recent gripe. It's also like, wild to me to get shrimp at your door in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it also, yeah, it feels weirdly not. This does can't it be helping. Like a, a freeze yeah. ice box it that you have to like throw in the window yeah, and yes. take your name off. That's of also the annoying. There's so much extra stuff that it comes with. You want yes. me to? Uh, now I have to throw away this ice thing. It's like yeah, here's a so... Russian doll unpacking yeah. of like yes. um, the food. Yeah, and I was like, maybe I'm dumb because I thought like, oh. 
it's just like kind of pre-made meal or like maybe there's like light assembly i'm like no i have to like full cook this yeah <laughs> it's so full mad ass cook. full it's ass just, cook it's it. like not cheap like, no it's, it's not, not cheap, cheap either no. and then i think that's why i was like i canceled it after one order i was yeah. like i'm not doing this i no. think like why did you so yeah because i'm not doing this yeah <laughs> I mean, how I'm disrespectful. i think all those services where you like are bad because i'm in book of the month club you uh-huh. are yeah do you want what do you want it what what you can have you it. Been? I have all these freaking credits. Have you I've read them? Not a single one. Okay. I've been in it for over a year. Yeah. It's just the problem is once they charge you like $16 on your credit card, you're like, I don't need to do this for 30 days. Yes. I don't need to handle this for 30 more days and then I'll cancel it. But it's not urgent because it's already charged. already charged. Yeah. And it's like, no, you need to cancel it now. Yeah. Like now. But I have all these credits. They send you a hardback book that I just used to like make my room look pretty. I but it's like, it seems like it's a great deal, but it's like, have you heard of Amazon? Like all these books yeah. are cheaper on Amazon. Well, I think any of those things are great in theory, but I think you have to be, this is going to sound stupid, you have to be someone who's already kind of doing it a little bit. Because yeah. I think they trick you, like people like me, into thinking like, oh, if I'm not healthy, this will make me healthy. Or like, if I don't read enough, this will yes. make me read. Mm-mm. But instead it's just like, oh, now I have a monthly service and the books are just piling up. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, you know, you have to have a little bit of like, okay, let me take the first step to try to like read or make myself and then I'll also do this and that'll yes. be, yeah. Cause, and it's curated. So yes. Like, which is the same as how the fresh uh-huh, where it's like exactly. the meals we've chosen for you. Yeah. And, and you pick like, a book from these five and it's like, you know what, the store, they have all of the books. Yes. And all of the food. 100%. It was, were you yeah. in New York or San Francisco? It was in L.A. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you lived in L.A. Yeah, I did for three years. Oh, I'm going to move there. Oh, but really? I don't know when. Wait. Oh, wait, are you really? When I'm 34. When you're 34? No yeah. sooner. Okay. I'm wait, how old are you Wait, now? someone told me yesterday, I'm 27. Oh, okay. Someone so told me yesterday, it was Zach Senior, that... I was like, he's 28, I'm 27. You're too, oh. It doesn't matter. We're, we're so rich after you. Like, <laughs> no, you're, you're good. I'm no. 29. <laughs> That's fucking hot. Yeah, thank um, you. He was like, gay people are teenagers from 27 to 33, and which was so comforting to me. So True. any person that feels old, I'm just like, gay people are teenagers Yeah, <laughs> from 27 to 33. Yeah, you know what's great? The older you get, the less old certain ages seem. Age is vibes. Age doesn't matter. It's all about vibes. It really 100%. Yeah. Age is Vibes. No, because there's this guy. I wish I could. You guys <laughs> Yeah, not to be an idiot age on the podcast. Vibes. No, I would say that. But age is vibes. the okay. Well, there's this guy I work with who's like one of my bosses, mm-hmm. and he's got like such of like a kind of a grandpa energy to him. Like he just like he's been working at the club for like a while. He like runs a couple things. He's like absolutely like one of the bosses yeah. and stuff. And I found out yesterday he's 25. And I was like, this man is a year older than me that I would have, like, I've been, ta- I've been interacting with him as if he was 35. Yes, yeah. And my boss and, like, someone who was, like, older than me. And I'm like, yes. you're my age almost. Like, I, yeah. now I'm like, I feel weird that I've been treating you. Not that I've been treating you. Obviously, I should respect him because he's no, my boss. No, but I know but, like, exactly what you mean. A way that's, like, yeah. you're so much older than me. Yes, yes. 100%. I was, I was, like, wrecked after that for it, like, does, it reframes so, your brain sometimes yeah. i one of my favorite stories to tell is i was one when i was living in la i had gone to this like women some sort of women networking thing or whatever mm-hmm. i met this other girl who just i was like oh we seem like very similar like spirit very kindred spirits so like we got each other's numbers and i hit her up and i was like oh let's like grab coffee and talk more about like life and stuff and she's interested in acting and i was like doing my thing out there and so we like met for coffee once and she was very like 
okay, cool. So what are your interests? What are you, like very down? And I was like, I was like maybe 23, 24 at the time, like just moved to LA. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is like weirdly formal. And then I like, we'd like connected. I'd maybe gone to see a show of hers. And then I tried to hit her up for coffee again. And once again, she was just like, okay, business, like very like on. And I was like, this is a very weird vibe for hmm. people in their twenties, just like trying to pursue their dreams. And then I saw her post on Facebook one day and was like, can you believe we graduated college 20 years ago today? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I went to her page and did the math, and I was like, oh, she's like in her early 40s. She thought I was a child wow. <laughs> seeking her guidance. She looks very young. I'll have to show you guys a picture. Like, yeah. She looks like, I still to this day, I'm like, you look wildly young. But it was the funniest thing because like, yeah, then I was like, oh, this makes so much. But your age, like people's age in that sense, sometimes yeah. you are like, Oh, I had no, I thought we were just vibing early twenties, living our best life. And I was yeah. like, no, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and then I did change how I like acted. Cause I was like, Oh God, I got it. Yeah. Got right. You're, you're an adult adult. Yeah. It's so <laughs> wild. It's, but that's what I mean. It's like you, it doesn't matter. Especially like, I feel like in like our circle of people, it's like you're around people that are anywhere from 22 to in their thirties at any time. So yeah. it's like. That is true. Comedy it's fully like you know people's vibe is like way I don't know one hundred percent yeah comedy changes things yeah because yeah. it feels like we're all kind of living similar lives in a sense so yeah sometimes you'll hear people's age and be like oh I have no idea yeah in <laughs> a very like youthful life or something yes because you're exactly. not really connect like you're not like tied down by anything one hundred percent staying out late most nights of the week and yes having a day job for like the longest time yeah. so it's like your your life is like so not adult seeming yes exactly so So many of the markers are kind of gone so you're like i don't know you could be 25 you could be 89 i have no idea yeah (laughs) truly so weird do you wait three years is a long time to stay anywhere did you like la i did i did like la a lot were you Um, doing comedy in la no i it's i had a weird journey into comedy but i started comedy maybe like so i it's a weird thing. So I was taking like hosting classes and stuff when I was in LA, like like Ryan Seacrest, Juliana Rancic style hosting. Oh, cool. Yeah, and oh, in, you worked at and yes, it's so yes. You also had a lot of jobs. Yeah, so I never really came up thinking that I was gonna do comedy or stand up comedy. That was never like on my radar. I like listening to it and stuff. But in one of these hosting classes, this guy who was teaching it because it was like kind of an LA scam. He like had no experience with like teaching classes or anything so he just like had nothing prepped so he was like so everybody's just gonna get up here and keep us entertained for five minutes and i'm gonna time you and you just have to stay here and we're all like entertained how and he was like just you know if you're ever gonna host like a live event you just have to sometimes you have to just keep people entertained for five minutes (laughs) okay so just do whatever you can to keep us entertained fully paid 390 yes yeah yeah so i went like yes exactly Uh. so i went dead last because i was like so nervous i was like what do i even and then just like kept people entertained for five minutes and at the end the dude was like oh I guess you're like a stand-up and I was like I don't know what that means and he was like like you do stand-up comedy and I was like no and he was like "Mm, okay and I was like all right (laughs) weird um so that kind of gave me my like oh maybe that's something I should like try and look into and so I took a stand-up class I know so controversial and um which was good I felt like because I had no idea what comedy was at all it kind of gave me like a good lens for like like one of the first things she had us do was like go up on stage, take the mic out of the stand, put the stand behind you, say your name, which I thought was stupid at the time. But like truly that is one of the things that makes someone look like an amateur versus like, you know what I mean? Like we've seen so many people at mics and I always, especially like women or women of color, I always tell them like, hey, if you're doing like a, the thing, like take the mic out from in front of you because you don't think about that yeah. naturally. And so I only did it for like a month. 
But LA's comedy scene is so sad. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to do that. But I liked comedy. So then I kind of transitioned to like sketch and uh, like sketch writing and stuff. And then moved out to New York in 2018. And that's when I really started stand up. Cool. So I dabbled in LA, but not really. It was just, it's such a different scene in LA. And I think LA is almost a place that you kind of want to go when you're a little bit more established and can get Mm. on like real shows and like get into clubs a little bit more. But like coming up through the open mic scene was just like you were with like 50 year old men who are like, this is, I've been doing this for 15 years and you're never going to make it, kid. It was just like so depressing or just people who you're like, Oh man, this is, is this what it is? Am yeah. I gonna be doing this for forty years with nothing to show for it, and just like doing mics in like uh, off of La Brea at like yeah. two, oh. two a.m. It was La just Brea. yeah. So I could never really find like my people or whatever. So mm-hmm. and I really only did like one mic a week while I was doing that class, and then our big like class show, and then I just like kind of pieced out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then stand up has always been like my favorite form of comedy. So when I got to L- or to New York. And I was like, all right, I'll do a couple mics and see. And it was just like people who were like my age and people who actually like comedy and like writing jokes and really like doing the craft. Where in L.A. it felt a little bit more like either it was that kind of guy or like people who were like, my agent sent me here because this is my last ditch effort at trying to get seen some way in the industry. And you're like, oh, that's not my energy. (laughs) I just kind of like writing jokes. So that was my experience. It is different to do it with people that you're like, oh, I'm actually going to be friends with these people, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, it can, like, truly make or break the difference. I mean, yeah. all of us is like, minorities in some sense. It's, like, it can really make or break it if you're showing up to a room where you're like, nobody looks like me. Nobody's talking about the same things I am. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems very sad. And, like, yeah, it can really determine. I think that's when I got to New York, one of my first experiences of, like, there was two girls who, um, I don't think they do it anymore, but they were just like, oh, you're really funny. Like, come with us. We're going to another mic, you know? And so I got connected with them and then went to different mics with them and then was able to, like, make friends that way. And once you find just even, like, a small pocket of, like, three or four people, it doesn't need to be a lot, just a small pocket of people who make you feel less insane when Mm -hmm. you're going to things and being like, isn't it crazy that this guy said this thing or did that? And, like, it really does just make it that much easier to keep going. I I get so excited when I see, like, the other day when I was on the news and I saw that you were going to be on that. I was like, oh, excellent. I haven't seen you in so long. I'm so excited to see your set. That's like the fun part of comedy is like you get to see your friend and you're like, oh my gosh, we're on a show together again. This is great. Mm -hmm. Such a treat. Yeah, it's also fun to see people um, that you haven't seen in a minute and then see some of their new stuff and you're like, oh my God, I don't, like it's like seeing them for the first time again. It's very fun. Yeah, Oh, that was a, that was a fun, I bumped so hard on that show. (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) My first joke got a chuckle. (laughs) It was so bad. But it was fun. You need those moments. Was it cheated on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they weren't vibing. You know? No, but it's okay. It was one of those things where you're like, okay, all right. That's what I like about comedy, though, is like you can never get too like cocky or take your foot off the gas because people will they will tell you they will keep you humble and keep you honest and be like all right you know what i was a little tired y'all y'all proved it you gave me nothing i gave you nothing yeah (laughs) i got him towards the end but it was definitely like i threw that out and i was like this always gets a laugh and they were like not today honey and i was like you right cool (laughs) i was so i was on uh I was at Friends and Lovers two days in a row. It was uh-huh. I was on Marcelo's show, and then I was on a different show the night before. Yeah. And uh, the hosts for the night before are, are very nice, and they, have, like, are, one of them's, que- I don't know if they're both queer. Definitely one of them's queer. So uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is, they're probably going to draw, like, a queer audience. Yeah. 
probably the more the people that would like my stuff. Yeah. And I did fine. Like, it was, like, a good set, but it was fine. Uh-huh. And then I did much better on Marcella's show the next day. And I was like, it's like you can never predict, one, who what who's going to come. Yes. Or two, you can't, like, expect, like, which audience might like you more. You know what I yes, mean? I was like, that is the thing. it's so that, interesting. Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the reasons that I also bombed on that show is you can't ever just assume a crowd based on like because a lot of times with brooklyn stuff i'm like okay i got y'all or yeah. I'll, or i'll do the opposite where i'm like oh you guys seem very terrifying and i don't know how this is gonna go mm-hmm. and this is very nerve-wracking but yeah you can never just assume how people are gonna yeah yeah react. you just gotta give them the benefit of the doubt and just play yeah. to the best of your ability and yeah. see what they're gonna exactly with. even yeah. if it's the same room you're like who whole different crowd of people yeah and then also yeah different hosts even if they have like a well-established show attract completely different people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you're Mm -hmm. like i don't know what is this gonna be i i always feel like i'm kind of straddling both worlds yeah they both have kind of their pitfalls you know the clubs it's sometimes hard because you're like bringing like doing so many bringers and like things like that but then the brooklyn scene which i do love and i think it's great they also have a weird problem of not being very diverse. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's like a weird struggle. I'll do yeah. shows where it's just like completely white lineups and you're like, okay, this is weird. And then I'll do, and I don't even have like edgy race jokes, but I'll do like a race joke or whatever. And they're like, we cannot laugh. <laughs> like what is happening? Yeah. So it's like, I, there needs to be some sort of middle ground. Maybe Queens can come through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blend the best of both the club scene and yeah. the Brooklyn scene. I don't know. Cause I love, yeah, it's, I feel like there's an ever, never-ending struggle in New York about, like, Brooklyn versus Manhattan, which is where I think a lot of the clubs are, too. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it it is very interesting. And I think it's very cool because there's so many different unique voices that, like, aren't in the clubs but that you see and you're, like, they're killing it. And you're, like, they're the people who are doing spots on the night show. Like, Mm -hmm. I think of, like, um, Jay Jordan, who also is in the club circuit, too, for sure. But, you know, comics who I think, like, John Early, maybe Kate Brooklyn, I Mm -hmm. don't know, um... But yeah, who came through Brooklyn and you're right. like, I, you're not on lineups of like West Side or whatever, right. but like you're a valid name that people love and are obsessed right. with, um, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah. Jacqueline Novak is, is someone I'm yes. obsessed with and uh-huh. like she's a good example of somebody who like maybe did some club stuff that, I, that I'm just not aware of, but yes. that doesn't seem to be her vibe. But we talk about Jay Jordan all the time and like Zach Zimmerman as people that yes. we look up to as yeah. like yeah. really straddling that. And so you as well. Funny. Like I, I, I like oh, really admire you. that I think you are able to straddle both. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, okay, the last question is a boys club you would wish to see in the world or wish to create. Oh, a boys club that I would wish to create in the world. Someone you, people you want to get together in a group. Oh, that's a really great question. Um, people, I had thought about it and now I cannot remember. People that I would want to see get together. Mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, to put it back to the comedy stuff, I think it's what I just said about like, if there was a way to combine the non-toxic parts of comedy <laughs> yeah yeah the, all of it the great parts of the brooklyn scene the great parts of the club scene and the great parts of that i would love to see that be a boys club you know where it's like i don't know if it'll ever happen in our lifetime yeah <laughs> you know but uh that would be yeah that would be dope yeah i feel like there has to be an opportunity in brooklyn or in manhattan but like there should be another club yeah. That like straddles the line between being like this is a Brooklyn space. It's not a total, totally like, like heteronormative like white Manhattan space. Like, yes. But it is it. But it's still a club. Like yeah. it still like operates like a club. I agree. But it has. I think like that would be something. Like there's nothing really that exists like yeah. that. Yeah. Because like even like Union Hall, they do. All, it's all independent say. shows that they put yeah. on. So it's like it's predicated on people putting you on those lineups. It's not yes. like you can go 
do a show there and then they have them be like yes. a right, get regular spots there. But it would yes. be cool if they did like a house show every month and would have more of like a club vibe too. Because yeah. it's, it's pretty much all comedy down there, isn't it? Yeah. I will say this about Westside. I feel like Westside's lineups are very, they're kind of random, not in a bad way. And Stand Up New York. I think Stand Up New York, Stand Up New York I swear, has had all gay or female shows like just random shows that they produce that are like and they don't call it anything special like like rainbow night like it's not gay lair sorry that's true but like it's not also my other pet peeve is anytime it's like any show with like a specific amount of i just hate when it's like yeah it's like blacks and they're like something with chocolate or like it's like it's bad in midtown yeah in midtown it's bad yes i just hate when they just call it out like i love when people just have diverse lineups but that's not it's not a gimmick Yes, right, because yeah. it shouldn't be. Yeah. It should be yeah. like we're just trying to give room for everybody, and yeah. like, we, these are talented people, and that's exactly. it. Exactly, it doesn't yeah. have to be a whole. The places on, on the Upper West Side do that really well. Yeah, yes. I was on a, a a queer show where the flyer was this. It was my hand, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, "You have got to be kidding me!" And then you have to share it, and you're like, and I'm like "This is a, this is a hate crime to my community yes, right exactly. now." For, yeah, for the, like, for so the boys, FYI, Nico just um, expressed just a, a, my wrist, essentially. Yeah, yeah. a my, limp wrist, my uh, the gay wrist. No, yeah. I always try to put like a big graphic or like a meme or something like today, but yeah. covering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah. It was someone called Gay Larius, uh, which is no. fine. Yeah, you're probably like, right. Uh, well uh would you like to plug your socials or anything yeah you can follow me on very vanessa i did a rebrand recently i saw that yeah two Mm -hmm. ends cool so much easier to say yeah that's all i got going on awesome shows and stuff yeah vanessa's all over the city uh every four weeks it seems (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and also she's a a writer for snl so tune in on saturdays yeah saturday night famously um Mm -hmm. we always end with a with a smooch so we go at the end on three okay one, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.